Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney is out. He's got some uh, some boils on his nether regions. You're and so such a he's, liar. Uh, he's not going to be here for a couple of days. Well, so. I feel bad for everybody on that Disney cruise then. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If you missed it, Audrey has been dubbed Baldry because she... You are so foul for that, by the way. She had COVID not that long ago, and she's got a little bald spot now. So she's been working on her comb over this week. Got a slick back pony slick happening. Back pony. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you Scottish? Yeah. Just English, Scottish, Irish. White. You are the whitest white person that I've ever met. Literally, there's not an ounce of seasoning in this mayonnaise. I am from the land of overcast. It's a good thing that God made women that way. He did it on purpose. That is a guy who didn't like us at first. That's, that's the guy who told us to shut up and, and stop talking. Hello. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah. Yeah, some bad news. This poor family that lives in Mesa, Arizona, had to call out a rattlesnake wrangler because there was not one, not two. I can't even just keep counting like this. It's going to take too long. 20 different rattlesnakes in their garage at their house, including one of the female rattlesnakes that was pregnant and about to give birth again. Oh, you got to just burn that whole place to the ground, right? I mean, I think you have to. They, they said that the reptile wrangler, this is a record for them finding this many rattlesnakes at once in this garage. Uh, they said that they uh, they believe there was up to 40 rattlesnakes at one point in there based on the shedding of the skin. So, yeah, I don't think I would ever trust that garage again. Do, uh, were they like all airbnb or something like that? <laughs> yeah, they, they said there was only four people in their party, but really they got mm-hmm. 20. Uh-huh, they've been partying and obviously banging. One star. Mm-hmm. One star for 20 rattlesnakes. Uh, some good news today as well, Mahoney. We have been uh, recently introduced, I don't know if you've seen this video that is floating around, uh, of the, uh, there's another meltdown on an airplane. Have you seen the what they call the crazy cat suit lady? I think these people are just doing this because it's like, hey, you're hot, you look great in whatever that cat suit thing is, like the other lady, and it's like, you got an OnlyFans? Uh, well, she's got an Instagram, and she actually loudly declared that she was Instagram famous, and it's good news for two reasons. Uh, one, I like when people out themselves for who they actually uh-huh. are, uh, and then also she is also very hot. Yeah, we don't need the TSA. We need TNA on these airplanes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, she's at uh, 975,000 followers. Uh, they're saying that with this stunt, almost certainly will surpass a million. I mean, she wasn't lying, apparently. Got a follow from me. I mean, no, she didn't. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. It is uh, good to have you back. Glad you to uh, be just back. went on a sea based vacation. I did. Yeah, you like to go on Disney cruises. And, um, you know, you were out for the week and you had a good time. It looks like you got a little bit of sun. You, a little you, bit. Yeah. Spent a couple days out. Didn't snorkel. Uh, did not this snorkel. Time I did swim. Oh. Because normally my wife and I are big snorkelers, but there's mm-hmm. been a lot of shark attacks lately. You notice that? Like, yeah, man. There's like yeah. a stupid amount of shark attacks, but also like with the Bell's Ballsy, uh, I don't know if I could like grip. A snorkel properly, which, by the way, your face does look better. It looks it, it's a getting, lot. It's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better. So it's like I would say we're at about like eighty-ish mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. of where we were uh, a couple weeks ago. Which you know, uh, the whole left side of my face shut down. Which was, I will uh, say, don't recommend unless you're looking uh, <laughs> to save some money on Botox. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But almost all of it, except for like the my lip now. Yeah. So it's like my the left side of my lip is uh, still not. So uh, you didn't go snorkeling because you were worried that you couldn't grip the snorkel with your mouth, or because of the shark attacks? Combination of the both. Two. Got Com- it. Okay. Combination two. Got a little bit of sun, but I learned something about myself on uh, this vacation, and I think that's you know like 
I, I like that. I feel like, I, mm. you know, it's, it wasn't a waste of time just, you know, doing nothing. It's, you know, a little bit of a spiritual journey that what? I was able to. You went on a spiritual journey a on a bit. Disney cruise? Did you yeah. drugs okay. on Disney cruise? I did Were not go on ayahuasca. <laughs> I did not. Me and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. no. Uh, we did not do that. Um, Could you imagine doing drugs on a Disney cruise? Like I, seeing all of those, uh, like, people in I, costumes? That would mess you up, man. I, I came to a... A realization about myself. I kind of had a like a kind of a, a spiritual breakthrough of uh, who I am, what I believe, and just kind of I'm seeing life in a different well, that's, way that's, now. That's wonderful. I'm glad to what hear that. What happened on this cruise? I bought a pair of Crocs. Ah! Oh God! Oh no! I am now no a Croc person. No. What color? Uh, this matters. So they're Disney Crocs. Oh my! So they got you little, instead, the of the, instead of the holes, they got little Mickey holes. Dork! God, what are you talking about, dude? I will tell you. I put them on my feet, and I felt like Cinderella. Like, <laughs> dude, like I like it's like when a foot when something just fits so perfectly on your foot, like it, that croc had been waiting for your foot this had. whole time. Yeah. So, because I know that your wife, uh, once upon a time, actually threw away your Nike slides that you've been holding on to for dear life. Literally, were duct taping those Nike slides uh-huh. back together. And when she threw them away, your complaint and uh, retaliation was, "Well, I was going to staple those yes. um, mm-hmm. back together because you had such an attachment to them." Do you think? that these Crocs can actually um, mend the hole in your heart from those Nike slides. Maybe. This is a, it's a whole new world, as they say on Disney. Uh, <laughs> Were you just walking around in your Crocs, just like loving it? I spent <laughs> seven days in nothing but Crocs. Wait, you, you day one, you went Crocs? I, w- I was just there, Dave. They spoke to me and, and they came to me. It was it was like <laughs> serendipity happening in front of me. And I will say, I thought that they were way more uncomfortable than they would be. I'll tell you this. My wife bought a pair too. Oh no, you guys After are matching two crop days wears. of seeing uh. my enjoyment in these Crocs, my wife has also bought a pair. I mean, do you not worry about the optics here? I mean, you're already kind of like a weird Disney adult, but like now you've taken it to a whole new level. Are you can't. They, I mean, you can't really. It's not. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's subtle. It's yeah. subtle. They just look like Crocs. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know what's worse, being a Croc person or being a Disney adult, but the worst is definitely being both. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, Dave. Crocs are so popular, Dave, that uh, I mean, I'm surprised that of the three people in this room that we really were you, holding out for a really long time. And now, Mahoney, that you, since you got them, you literally messaged me a pair of Cro- Crocs last night. I did. Because I've I've seen the like Try none to get of your me kids on the croc what, train. What are you doing? They have Don't a, you corrupt her? Well, they have a pair of limited edition Shrek Crocs. <laughs> oh my god, that are out right now. And I will tell you, I I, 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 mean, I never any thought of me. I like, never anticipated with socks, this was going socks, to be how the holds them down. How the show broke up. Like I I didn't think that the show was ever going to break up. Now I'm just not so sure. Dude, man. I'm telling you, you have not seen the light, man. I'm no, telling you. What if we got you a pair of matte black Crocs? Oh, put them in sport. Just in case you needed to run. It's just no chance you'll ever see. Yeah, Matt Black with like some spinners or no, something. No, you know what I like? I like uh, shoes. I'm, I'm perfectly fine shoes. with shoes. No, they're, these are they're just regular shoes. I, I will say this, Dave. I think, uh, you know, I, I talk about the spiritual journey, uh, you know, but I think my body was healed by these Crocs too. I so I think why the Bell's palsy started to Really? Lift. You think it's, it's an actual miracle? Yes. A miracle. <laughs> miracle. Okay. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, it's been a nice week with that, with no Mahoney on the air. Now, if we can only find a way to get rid of Dave and Audrey, then the show would be perfect. Message deleted. <laughs> That's a good way to start the week. Good joke, guy. You want to try? I mean, it? I'll go back on vacation. I got, I got, I got, a, I got a couple of good time. I got a couple more. I got a couple more weeks banked, man. Like that's the thing. We started in the middle of the year, but I still get a full year's vacation. Uh huh. Dang. I uh, know. Actually, this guy's onto something. What if we all still got paid because we're contracted here for five years? But what what happens if we all just like didn't? do this and still got paid. I don't He's suggesting it, you know? Maybe we should just uh, no, listen man. to this man. No, I, li- I like doing this with you guys. You know, it's funny is that, you know, you're out last week, yeah. Mahoney, and when Audrey came in today, she goes, Oof, thank God you're back. It was so much work without you here last week. I'm like, it wasn't. You just sat in that chair and talked. And looked cute, I know, but <laughs> it's looks- hard. It's hard, okay? It's really tough doing what Mahoney does yeah. every day, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I Heavy legit, lifted. I went in unstretched. Like, I was not ready. You I was knew not. This entire time that he was going on vacation, how are you not ready? I thought you were going to be funnier, man. You thought I, I was going to be funnier? I, I thought that you I were going to be funnier. I didn't know how to crack all of the jokes. <laughs> I will say, so, you know. Using all my best stuff. For those of you who don't know, I, I always cruise. Disney Cruise is like my go to vacation of choice. Yeah. Sea based vacation. Sea based vacation. Uh, but they just upgraded their like internet stuff. So, I mean, like, theoretically, I could do the show from the boat now, I think. Because they, they oh. No, we do not want to hear you sloshing around on a cruise. Yeah, I'll be, just be sitting out, like, you know, some palm trees, a beach, uh-huh. the wind blowing in my hair. Yeah. It'd be, uh, I feel like then I wouldn't even have to use vacation days. Every day would be yes, a vacation you for you. Yeah. I actually like that. Do it for the bit. That's right. Just lean into it. Speaking of doing it for the bit, would you like to share with the class what you were proposing to us yesterday via text message that you wanted to do for the bit? Oh, I thought that, wait, you want to talk about this right now? Your treadmill? Yeah, I want to get a treadmill, like a studio treadmill. A studio treadmill. It's one of the walking ones for your desk. You're exhausting. I think that it's brilliant. You you also were shaming me because I said I wanted a studio walking treadmill and then said that I've got 20 hours left of the day to do that. You do. You have 20 other hours to work out if you want to work what out. What if I'm already doing that at home? What if I already have an at-home oh, treadmill? You, you, do you? You don't know the I answer do know to that. that. No? I do know the answer to that. You don't know. <laughs> See, but I, You don't know. I just worry that you may fall on it. Mm. Workers comp. See, that's I knew I knew that's what you're trying to do. You're always trying to weasel out of work. <laughs> because I, as Mahoney says, I leave it all on the field. That's mm. right. And I would just be, you know, getting my reps up by using it. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> you would want to use it too. I think you would see oh. it, and then we would all just end up getting walking treadmills, and we would just be the walking show instead of this the sitting show. Is a shared space, and if we are a walking show, I quit. That's. <laughs> Because we know those shows that, like, they all stand up all the time whenever they're that. on the radio. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> the only way to make eggs is to scramble them. Don't give me grief about it because you know I'm right. Message deleted. That is not right. Almost any form of egg is delicious, but the the best version without question Dippy eggs. I'll, I'll tell you what Sunny I can't. I'll tell you what I can't get into because I started eating eggs about a year ago. Which is so funny because you are forties. Yeah, I'm forty two now, and <laughs> I started eating eggs at about forty one. <laughs> hey, your 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 taste buds change every ten years or so is what science says. So you know, 
I do try new foods on a pretty, you know, not like regular basis, but every like, you know, decade. every yeah. decade or yeah. so, I'll, I'll I'll throw something new in there. And I like it's so something, wild and something crazy. new like eggs. Egg. <laughs> it was a smell thing, and I don't yeah. know if it was when I, you know, because I had COVID real bad, lost my smell, was in the hospital. Like it, it did a number on me. So I don't know if my smells changed. So I don't smell eggs like I sm- used to smell them. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was the thing that like made me sick. Uh, I will say I love a sunny side up, sunny side up egg. I love omelets, uh, scrambled eggs. I still can't do hard boiled eggs. Though. Really? No, nope. uh, that's the one I just cannot. I cannot bring myself to do it. Not yet. Have you guys ever we'll egged a house like no. back in the day? Egged no. a car? No. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh, Please leave a message after the tone. How would you turn $20,000 into more money? Message deleted. Well, I mean, right now, interest rates are at a almost all-time high for people of our generation. So uh, you could just put it in a bank, and you'll probably get between 4 and 5% back annually. Do you think that we know what we're doing? I don't even know what you just said. She kind of like blacked out. She said if you had $20,000, how would you turn it into more money? <laughs> or like, you think we'd be doing this if we knew how to like properly invest? Probably Maybe. not. If I had $20,000, I'd probably cry. I've never seen that amount of money before. 10,000 10, uh, Powerball tickets. I think it's almost at $700 million again. There you go. That's good thinking right there. Yep. This is David Mahoney. So we figured out that, you know, being on a long flight next to an annoying person can be pretty awful. But when you're talking about, you know, a international flight, like a 13-hour flight, there is one couple that's from New Zealand, and they are furious because I guess they're now demanding a refund from Singapore Airlines because they were on this 13-hour flight, and they were stuck next to a really stinky dog that kept farting. Oh, hell no, man. (laughs) A 13-hour flight with a farting dog? Yeah. That about halfway through the fight, uh, flight, the, the dog started farting, and they added that it was also occupying the husband's leg room. So I don't know, like, how or why this dog was not being kept where it was supposed to by the owners. Because the owners of dogs like that yeah. are the worst, Dave. They don't care about anybody else's space. They don't care about anybody else. They are the worst kind of people on the planet. Well, hold on a second. Because Audrey's a dog person, and I'm she travels person, with a dog. And are I you? do. Uh-huh. I buy Elmo her little ticket, and whenever you buy a ticket for a dog, if they fit in the like the front seat or whatever, like you're by your foot room, like where your carry-on goes, yeah. a lot of times I just take Elmo out, and I hold her, and they you don't just, ever say anything. Really? I mean, Elmo's like once. a real little dog, too. Yeah. yeah, and she's cute, and there's cute privilege. Uh-huh. And I feel like this dog wasn't cute enough for cute privilege. Yeah, my like, wife. Your, your dog could fart all over me if it's like literally looks like a teddy bear Dude, and it's the cutest dog no. in the world. I would 100% just like inhale those farts if your dog is cute enough. When I was on my last <laughs> flight flying back from my cruise, I will tell you that people have gotten way too free with opening their ass on airplanes. I totally agree. Like Audrey was just last week talking about how, oh yeah, she'll just let one go on the airplane if she needs to. I'm I like, said if it's already stinky, just might as well just join the fun. <laughs> so ratchet, Actually, my boyfriend man. heard that, and he goes, I didn't know you were a plane farter. And I was like, I was just leaning into it. And now I feel like Dave, Dave is so embarrassed by all of that stuff. So I'm just, not embarrassed. I'm a decent human being who does not open their dude, ass when there's other was, people around. My last flight was so stinky. It, like, I literally, like, I, I was I, telling her last week. I, I want to bring back the mask mandate on planes. <laughs> not, not for COVID, just because, man, you people stink. It was one of the first flights after COVID when they got rid of the masks. Yeah. And there's somebody that was farting so much that everyone in my whole row had their 
over their nose and mouth, their shirts, because they just could not believe how bad it was. Which means that you would rather inhale your stank ass coffee breath than yep. smell. Yes. I'll take like, my coffee breath over that? somebody's ass all sure. day not long. Even close. I know, yes. but it's just funny because they opted for that. Because it's truly your mask isn't mask doesn't even help with COVID. What do you mean it's going to help with not smelling farts? So like you're still going to smell it. I don't know if these people were sitting in first class, but it said that they got moved to an economy seat. And they were told that an incident report would be filed. They were offered a travel voucher for $200 per person. Not enough. They're saying, no, we want a full refund yep. for that leg of the trip. And look, if there's a dog that is stinking up the skies, like, you got to figure out. I feel like they're they're in the right on this one. 100%. Yeah, that poor dog's belly, though, too. Get him some new food. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. David is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Mahoney is fresh back from vacation, so look out, David. He looks like he is ready to go. Dave, I got some sun on my skin, Mm -hmm. had some drinks in my belly, Mm -hmm. lots of food. Excellent. And I feel like I spent a lot of time uh, studying. As well. You spent a lot of time studying on your vacation. Got it. All right, David. So tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Uh, just a high school. Okay, so Mahoney graduated in high school. Does have a little bit more. He uh, he went to not one, not two, but three different community colleges. Uh, if you get one right today, you'll hear the screaming eagle of success. If you get it incorrect, it's the disapproving pony. I'm not going to tell you as we're going along if you got the questions correct or not. We'll reveal that when Mahoney comes in to answer. But you guys will be asked the same questions today. Uh, you do have a pass, and I would just encourage you to use that pass sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it, okay? Okay. Here we go. Question number one. What is the currency of Japan? Yen. All right. The answer is yen. Question number two. Who wrote the critically acclaimed book, The Great Gatsby? Pass. Okay. Uh, That's a good use of the pass. Here we go on to question number three. How many players are there on a standard soccer team that are on the field at the same time? Um, 12. All right, 12 is your answer there. Question number four, what is the hardest natural substance on Earth? Giggity. Calcium. All right. Question number five, in which organ is insulin produced? Uh, thyroid, maybe? I'm not sure. Okay. And final question. In Greek mythology, who turned everything that he touched into gold? King Midas. All right. We'll have Mahoney re-enter the room, and we'll see how he performs today. And as he goes along and answers these questions, I will let you know if you got the uh, the answer correct or not. Mahoney, back in the studio. Mm-hmm. You look like you, you do have a little... Extra glow to you, a little extra confidence today. You know, I uh, wore a lot <laughs> of, like that. you know, put my fair share of SPF 50 on. Did you? I did. You look like you uh, did not make the same mistake that I did on vacation, which <laughs> yeah. was just get burned to no. high hell. What do you think you were? 
I replied every 90 minutes. Did you really? Yeah, man. I burned like a, it's my, my, my people are not a sun people. My people were a forest folk. Yes. A forest folk. Can you were. imagine Mahoney living in the forest? Yes, actually. I can too. All right. Question, question number one. What is the currency of Japan? That is the yen. Both you and David said yen, and both you and David are correct. One to one. Question number two. Who wrote the critically acclaimed book, The Great Gatsby? Pass. It's is it Steinbeck? Scott Fitzgerald, right? Uh, F. Scott F. Oh, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Which, by the way, like, what an unfortunate first letter. F. Like F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> All right. So both of you actually passed on that one. So okay. David also passed there. So here we go. On to question number three. How many players are in a standard soccer team that are on the field at the same time? Oh, great. Um, Football. Football. Let's go a dozen. Uh, you said 12, and David also said 12, and both of you are... Wrong. Wrong. So it's 10? It's 11. Ask me how many people play real football, man. Okay. What do you mean real football? I don't know, a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> also 11. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, why they call the 12th man, you know, because that's the crowd. All right. Uh, here we go on a oh, question. no way! Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never knew that. The crowd is like an extra player because they give you so much support. That's the 12th man. I love that. Yeah, yeah. and Seattle actually licenses that from Texas A&M because Texas A&M came That's up with it. it. And so Seattle was like, we're going to steal that. And they're like, no, you're not unless you pay us. What a bunch of fun facts. Yeah. Uh, question number four, what is the hardest natural substance on earth? Diamonds. No. David said calcium, you said diamonds, and Mahoney, you are correct. Really? David isn't correct. Why do you think it was like granite or like marble? Man, you ever drop something on granite or marble? No, I'm not rich enough to be around granite and marble. <laughs> well, I'm good around thing, concrete. Because you're clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm around car concrete and I need tears. To. Okay. In which organ is insulin produced? Insulin? Mm-hmm. Mm, boy. I should know this. Insulin yeah. is produced by five seconds. Is that your liver? No. David said thyroid. No. You said liver, and both of you pancreas. are incorrect. It's the pancreas. I don't know, man. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Okay. Every diabetic's freaking out right now. Mine's in, type two. In uh, in same, same pancreas. <laughs> In Greek mythology, who turned everything that he touched into gold? As Midas. Midas is correct. Greenberg Company, too. And David said Midas. Mahoney, that means that you got three correct, mm -hmm. and David got two correct. Oh, sorry, David. Yeah. Sorry, bro. That's okay. Should have gone to college. That's okay. That's <laughs> no, all good. College right isn't for everyone. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. College isn't for everyone. You want to give him a participation trophy? I mean, you he seems snowflake. He, he does. He does seem <laughs> like, a like a nice guy. guy he seems like a nice guy. And you're over here insulting him and stuff. You know, I mean, I'll just take my victory <laughs> lap and we'll give him the tickets. You want to take your victory lap? Yeah, play that song. <laughs> See, I'm like, uh, I feel like, like I'm like King Midas. I'm turning, you know, this crap into gold. <laughs> this is crap. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney.
Man, you guys know how much I love the villages. And the thing that I love most about the villages is that it always surprises. They're always coming up with some new shenanigans. Just last week, we had the brother and the sister that were doing the disability scam, and they got busted for defrauding an insurance company. And now, illegal boners. Wait. Let me explain. <laughs> so, federal officials. I thought this was America, Dave. <laughs> federal officials say a 77 year old man living in the villages has been arrested after attempting to set up an illegal operation to distribute Viagra. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let this man sell, sell them little Boners as high as the American flag can see. This, Very interesting. What does even a bootleg Viagra pill look like? Is it still blue? I mean, they have so many different versions now that they sell. I mean, in generic form. But Reginald Odell Kinser has been would, charged. You going to buy your, uh, I will 100% your ED pills from Reginald? Buy my illegal Viagra from Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. He obtained $1,800 worth of ED pills without a prescription from a licensed doctor. And then he said that he planned to redistribute these drugs to others locally and even outside the state of Florida. So now uh, federal agents got involved and they seized almost 2,000 pharmaceutical pills when they executed a search warrant at his house. This man had 2,000 Viagra pills. Yeah. I will say this, though. I think it is kind of bunk. Like, we should be able to, like... We should have boner pills yeah, that are I, sold over the over the, over the, over the, the counter, counter yeah. that aren't horny goat weed or whatever the ones that give us the, the stroke <laughs> yeah, like, uh, at the gas station. Well, why do you have to go to a doctor and just like come clean about probably the most embarrassing thing in your life? Can't you just be like, you well, know. can't you just kind of fib about it? Probably. I mean, I just so don't. They check. They're like, hang on, let me see. Yeah, yeah, but you still have, you still have to really play it a little bit a there. Yeah. But get you would still have to have that once. conversation, though. <laughs> like that's still a conversation that you have to have. Like yeah. I would, like I would have to get <laughs> a separate a doctor. Like I can't. That can't be my real doctor. Like I'm yeah. going to have to go find a dealer who's just another doctor who's not my everyday doctor. You know who would have been perfect for this? For. Reginald. Reggie. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I hate that there's like fentanyl out there and they're yeah. like busting old Reggie with 200 boner pills. Like, 2000, come on, there's 2000, like 2,000 still. I mean, I feel like there's just so much more crime out there to worry about over this like guy who's just trying to make sure that people in the villages are like getting it. Yeah. So, I feel like this is a, this is a hero. Yeah, make love, not war, man. Exactly. So you think your mom is weird. Listen to this one. According to a witness, a 41-year-old mom by the name of Allison Sarah Daughtry parked her car near a local pier, turned up the radio volume, yeah. jumped into the water, and Hell swam yeah. for 20 minutes while her child, who is still in diapers, was in the car. She did leave the AC on in the car, so you know. Okay. But This is not the 90s, baby. You can't, you can't be doing that anymore. This would totally fly in the 90s. Oh my this God. was fine. Yeah, this nobody was bad now. Yeah. I was raised in a car with AC. Like, that is just so normal. I mean, absolutely. You hear these stories of like breaking points, you know, you haven't slept in however long. And, you know, I'm like, uh, she, like, you know, it could be worse. She, like, didn't jump off up here. Well, she kind of did. So there was a whole well, bunch of people that were fishing. Swimming, she tried to swim she at least. Swimming. There was a whole bunch of people fishing off of the pier, okay. and they kept screaming at her like, hey, get out of the water. There's a whole bunch of hooks in here. And she shouted back, I don't care. I want to get hooked. I want to meet the sharks. Oh, no, she definitely broke. And you just released her full government name. Like, there are some times where we have, like, stories where, like, I don't know, I think his name was, like, Jim. And, like, you just said her first, middle, and last name. Full if you government. missed it, it's Allison Sarah Daughtry. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Isn't it funny how things work nowadays? I mean, we were talking earlier, Audrey, about, you know, how a lot of people go out to restaurants and there's all of the influencers and a lot of times they're filming their food or their drinks or whatever it is. And some people are just doing it for themselves. 
to put it on social media or for their friends and family. Other people you can tell like make a job out of it. You know, like the people that have like the special lights that they bring. Yeah, and- you do you, man. Whatever, man. Just as long as you're not making anybody around you's dinner worse or you're making your server do more than they should be. Yeah, no, that that, that would be real, real annoying. Yeah. Right? Like if, when somebody's next to you, if they're interfering with your meal... That's exhausting. Exactly. Like you said, though, if they're minding their own business, who cares? I never care. I honestly want to see those videos on my feed, so I appreciate people who do that. I love it. But recently, Audrey, you got approached with a deal that is almost too good to turn down. (laughs) Oh, oh, are you trying to say (laughs) that I had the possibility and uh, the ability, and I turned it down to become a food influencer and foodie? Are you a foodie now? (laughs) See, I feel like the problem with being a foodie is you're going to get fat. Like, like, I can't yeah. be a foodie because I'm already fat. Like, I'm it's like that's just like signing up for a stroke. Right. For like, sure. I, nope. <laughs> I mean, for real. Like, every foodie I know has gained like 20 pounds. Yeah, like, really like I knew people who were like foodies before, like it being an Instagram thing was was like wildly pop wildly popular. And now it's just like they, it, they're all like, oh, God, my cholesterol's through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Audrey, tell us about this incredible offer that was presented to you. So um, I had been to this place before and I posted on my story. And usually if I enjoy somewhere, I'll just show them some love, post them on my story. And this place offered me the ability to come back. And if I were to make a reel for them, that I would get one comped food item for one reel. And let me tell you. Yeah, I you get an appetizer. You get an appetizer for busting out a reel. <laughs> I mean, unless <laughs> it's like coffee, a, a yeah, Wagyu steak place where like you can come in and have like a $500 it's cut of pancakes meat. pancakes and coffee. Pancakes. I got Hungry Jack at home. <laughs> Kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, like that, that's it's just the, funny the way that they they view social media these days. It happens both directions, though. I mean, like like these cheap restaurants are like, hey, come in, we'll give you a free pancake if you put us on your social reels and you know blast us to your following. And then on the other side of things, you have, and we've heard a lot of these stories over the years too, where you've got like these pseudo influencers, these micro influencers who are calling these beautiful resorts in Bali and demanding that they get a free suite because they're going to put them on their social media. Hey, Dave, you're never going to, the the worst they could say is no. Yeah, but, say yes. but that's really bad, man. Like, it's really embarrassing. Like, if you call someone and you're like, hey, I, I would like to broadcast you to my whole following uh, in exchange for a comp room, and they're just like, no. See, but that's like, they have agents for that now. Isn't that crazy? Like, social media, yeah. people have like managers and agents that get them those free things. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, I'm over here, whoa, some free pancakes for a real? Like, can you imagine? Like, can you seriously imagine the absolute, on the whole other side of influencer land where people are getting free trips to Bali and I'm yeah. being offered pancakes? I would I would at least hold out for some French <laughs> toast. Hold out for French I'm toast. I'm holding out for French toast. Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, is there anything as a grown man that you collect? Because I've got some friends that have recently gotten back into baseball cards. And the reason why is not because they just want to collect them. There's some nostalgia there, obviously, from when they were growing up. They had uh-huh. baseball cards. But the the amount of money that they're making off of these breaks, I don't know if you're familiar with that, where like, well, they open like the card pack and people will buy in to be able to get access to the cards. But then they'll do it live online. And it's become like a pretty big business for them. But the collectible world, it seems like it's gotten more and more popular, especially over the past decade. Uh, you all, there's money to be made, especially streaming it, creating content, all that. 
Uh, you know, honestly, though, I uh, I loved collecting baseball cards as a kid, but like the adults who do it now, it's just the modern version of the Beanie Babies. It really is. And there's a market that is controlled by some few. You can make some money off it or they can crash it. It's beyond our control. But for me, what I collect is stupid. I collect uh, Michael Jordan's uh, Air Jordan 13s. That's the shoe, that the very first shoe I bought on my own. I bought it in high school. I played volleyball in it. It's the greatest shoe of all time, and I've got 20-some-odd pairs. Here. This is the first time that I believe you've ever tied the uh, the Air Jordans directly to your greatest volleyball athletic days. feats. Well, yeah. when I was all conference day back in St. Louis, uh-huh. uh, you know, my freshman year, I waited at a footlocker at 4 a.m., which at the time was the earliest damn time possible, and I bought the Jordan 13 playoffs and I believe it was 1997. So my freshman year of high school, I ended up getting these for the volleyball team, and I, I, wore, I wore them all through my my high school years. And they were the greatest shoe I ever owned. And I've got you know 20 plus pairs of them that I, I don't wear, but they are uh, they are holding their value and uh, appreciating. I will say, I mean, I'm, I'm not encouraging people to rob you, but if you uh, if you have kind of the the same mentality, you maybe grow up in the same era. I mean, breaking into your house and stealing a whole bunch of bourbon and a whole bunch of Jordans. I mean, that's that's kind of the uh, the pirate's booty right there. <laughs> the, the bourbon is out of the house. The bourbon is all in the office. The wife made me get rid of it. You know, I will say we have not, I don't think, drank a single sip of that bourbon here at the radio We station. don't spend a lot of time in our office. Is that, is that, is I feel that the like you just need to start gifting those bottles. Nah, man, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a good showpiece. It so. is a good showpiece. There is so it, much bourbon mahoney. And it does And it doesn't go bad. And if you're going to rob me, make sure you have a size thirteen. <laughs> There'd be nothing worse than breaking into Mahoney's yeah, house. Yeah, size you're, eight, then you're, you're size wear, ten. You know, yeah, like that just clown like, shoes out here flopping around. <laughs> yep. Well, the reason why I bring it up is because an Alabama corrections officer was arrested in uniform because he was caught stealing Pokemon cards. This is literally this right nerd. outside of my hometown. Yeah, I saw this Cal- Calhoun County. That's it. And I legit, I was like. So, but the story is a little interesting because he wasn't necessarily like going into the store and stealing directly from the counter, right? No. So he he went into the Walmart and he was, the reason why it's a little cloudy is because he was stealing them and then putting them into his pockets and his pants, but he was taking them out of the packets. So it wasn't like he was taking the full packets and just jamming them in. He, he acted like he was opening them to look at them. And then he was like sliding the rare ones or the ones that he wanted into his pockets as he was going along. I mean, this guy has to be close to my age because there is just nobody who is like still pining for Pokemon who wasn't living in it whenever we were kids. Yeah, you you're under I mean? you're under yeah. 50. Yeah, like I mean there's just no way yeah, like you said that there's like some 50-year-old sheriff. I think my age was like, like out I, here pining for Pokemon. Like, like four, 42 is probably the oldest you would see because that's we were kind of in high school when Pokemon came on and there yeah. obviously there were This dudes, guy looks like he's probably what, like mid 30s. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that yeah. checks out. So he's probably in elementary school when it came out. So they attempted to stop him because they were like, "Hey, we saw you steal and stuff because Walmart has like casino level security. He runs out of the store and they're like, we're not chasing this guy. Again, he's in uniform. Like he's a corrections officer. So it looks like basically a police uniform. Mm-hmm. And they just found him nearby at a, at, at a restaurant. Tell me they found him at an Arby's. Yeah, it didn't say what restaurant it was, unfortunately. But uh, he was charged with a theft and has since been fired. Uh, Audrey, you know that area? Do you know what restaurants are near that Walmart? No, I don't. But I'm sure it's probably like a Waffle House a waffle or a house. Cracker Barrel. I, or I imagine sitting alone at the bar at Applebee's. Yeah. Mm. Kind of them vibes. $2 margaritas. Those do hit. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want? Yeah. 
than all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for love, and sometimes they'll have an encounter with an individual out and about, and they don't shoot their shot, and that's a mistake. But they realize, I have another chance, thanks to living in the year 2023, and that is take my desires to Craigslist. Many moons ago, Dave, we promised on a stack of old penthouse form letters, playboys and hustlers, that we'd help these freaks fly the flags as high as they can, and that's why we love the misconnection inspection. The first one here is the grocery store cake decorator. This okay. is a man for a woman. I love them. They are right. so, they are probably number two of my favorite people in a grocery store. I knew this girl about five, six years ago. She was Mormon, blonde, pretty, a little socially awkward, and was a baker cake director at a grocery store in the East Valley. I would like to find her to see how life is treating her. This is five or six years ago? And you're remembering this girl who made you a cake? Who is socially awkward? Maybe he thought it was an endearing quality. Man, she's probably I hate this. She's probably dead. No, she's Mormon. She's got eleven kids by now. This is six she's years a ago. Grandma, <laughs> at this point, what are you talking about? <laughs> the cake baking was her fourth job to make sure that she could maintain all nine kids. This is uh, this one's entitled Sparks Delivery. This is a man for a woman. I delivered a package. You accepted it for a friend. You called me sweet, and your smile left me speechless. Aww. Let me know what I was driving so I can take you for a ride. See, you had me the first half, man. I was I mean, really the, in there for the first the half. The only way you like you want to go for a ride is if you've got like a motorcycle, right? Like you can't like a car feels like you're gonna kidnap somebody. Motorcycle at least is like, eh, it's kinda cool. You can jump off if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> uh this one is entitled The Shadow on the Walk Cement. What? It was a weird area in between the art center behind me and the water just beyond when I first saw you. It was a sexy sway with a rhythmic rhythmic solid frame. The metaphoric flat and dark curve of the sun-kissed limbs and the sad reminder centrally of a light and pretty dress on an early autumn afternoon. West to east, the yellowy fusion beams burned through the lace of the walk as it did through my eyes into a memory. The memory of a stranger in a hand-pearled periwinkle shirt. The starring role in a fantasy that was only wholesome that men would dream about. Oh. The flash of a recollection that you and I were lovers in an old early autumn that not ever you and I have shared. Boo. Uh, this, guy, this, man. this guy thinks he's a poet. Shut he's up. He's out Edgar here. Allen he's Poe. like, I'm just so so deep. I just feel I just want to feel all of your feelings. You f- sound is, like you're on meth. There is honestly nothing more unattractive than this type of man because they just think they are all that. I mean, you imagine getting that in a text. Like at 2 a.m., you know what works? You up. (laughs) Let's keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) And the final one here is heaven, and then in parentheses, destiny, Sunday, September 3rd, woman for woman. It came off as a sorority hazing ritual, but I thought we had a connection, and I need to see you desperately. All I can think about is you. I have your shirt. You have my number. Call me. Did she get like chum bucket or something I don't like know. on like, her what, head? It's, I mean, it sounds like there's something sexy that happened, but it came off as a sorority hazing ritual. Like you're about to get me too, chick. <laughs> what are you doing, man? This is Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, we uh, we missed you this past weekend. I mean, you, me and you have been doing the the commentary for that Tough Enough MMA organization for a long time, and, mm-hmm. and we've been avid fight fans for many years. But you were on vacation this last week, and so you weren't able to be in the broadcast booth, which was you know it was a bummer. So I, it, I miss it, man. Yeah. It looks like I love I love fights. We love MMA. That's one of the things that why you and I became friends like twenty years ago is because we both had a shared love for mixed martial arts. You also ruined Dave's routine. You know. 
Dave mm-hmm. is a very routine very guy, routine. and he does not like things out of order. And you not being a part of that was very disorder for him. Yeah, and I mean, like the guys that, that filled in were much, much, much better than you. I mean, so, probably. Yeah, it was, it was fine. Certainly. Certainly. But uh, my, my younger brother, Matt, came down to the event, and um, you know he did that thing where very buttoned up and professional as always, showed up about halfway through the event. He's like, hey, can you get me in? I'm like, I'm a little busy right now. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally broadcasting yeah. on the fights live on UFC Fight Pass right now. So not a great time for you to be showing up. But yeah, Matt is a little chaotic, but he is always a good time. He's a, you know, he's a, he, he what, what is it, uh, lives to his own drum beat or whatever, you know. Marches to drum. the beat of his own drum. There you Absolutely. Go. And the great thing about having Matt around is that no matter how messed up you get, there's always somebody that's more messed up, and that's Matt. He's Every also time. not a little brother. He's, he's, a little he's brother. my little brother, but he's 36. You know, it's like, like you make it sound like he's like 21. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a grown man. My wife likes to remind me of that quite often. She's like, "Why does he act like this? He's 36." But I'm he, like, ah. there's something to be said about birth order. He is the number six of six kids. Yeah, he yeah. will always be the youngest. And you know, he lived with me when we lived down in Houston for about a year. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, and it was, and he was, I think. Maybe getting ready to turn thirty yeah. at the time, and I still viewed him as a like a kid, a kid, yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, he's got a youthful personality. Yeah, and to sure. me, like he'll always be my little brother, right? But yeah, he does have that like care- carefree, but he's always a good time. He's not a mean spirited dude. You know, even when he's drinking, like he doesn't get mean. He just gets Stupid. messy, and <laughs> that's what happens. So the event was at Sahara Las Vegas, and so we're at this like little bar that's like right off the casino floor, mm-hmm. and we're just hanging out. And there's a couple of guys, like, from the event that we've known for years, Carlos and all those guys. And so we're talking, just catching up, um, having a good time. And then it gets to the point where all of a sudden I realize, like, oh, boy, Matt is, like, faded. And I used my detective skills when I noticed he had fallen over. <laughs> <laughs> at the bar. You're standing, yeah. sitting at the bar, and he just, just collapsed. Yeah, like, I'm sitting at the bar talking to, to Carlos and doing a little gamble. And then all of a sudden he just goes, <laughs> It happens. Like, you know, know tree probably, falls in the woods occasionally. Yeah, yeah Matt, Matt falls at a casino, uh-huh. tree falls in the woods. It's a, yeah, it's kind of the MO of what I expected to happen, but just a little earlier in the evening than I had suspected that that was going to go down. And so I'm like, all right, we got to get this guy to the to the room mm-hmm. because he is he is a hot mess at this point. And you know it's, it's bad when, you know, you're in Las Vegas at like 1 o'clock and everyone's like, ooh, is he all right? Because, like, everyone is faded. Everybody you know? at 1 a.m. Yeah. Like, if you are if you are noticeable in a crowd full of That's drunk, not great. gambling That's folk. That's not great. Yeah, that you have you have done a good job of uh, finding a way to stick out. You so. definitely are a patient person. Dave. And so, yeah, well, I mean, I care about my little brother, and I want to make sure that he's, he's doing okay. But it, it, it happened pretty quick, and I, I don't know... You know, if he just had, like, one too many drinks or what, Could but it was just kind of like light sort of went off type thing. And he didn't, like, fall down hard. He just kind of, like, you know, stumbled a little bit. But I knew that it was time. And I'm like, all right, let's go back to the room. And he's, like, having trouble walking. And so Did I Did you that. have to wheelchair him again? Well, so close. So I took, do the, like, fireman carry thing, like the arm over the shoulder, and I'm holding on and just giving him some support. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two security guards from the casino that approach us, and they're like, hey, uh, is he okay? And I'm like, well, not particularly, which is why I'm taking him up to the room. And the guy looks at me and goes, do you need a wheelchair? I'm like, oh. Because the last time that your brother got about this bait, it was a Metallica concert, and, and you did have to wheelchair him out. He didn't remember that until we showed him the pictures, and he's like, huh, how about that? You did wheelchair him out of there. So 
the, the security guard, and these guys aren't like normal casino security. Like at the Sahara, they look like they're part of the SWAT team. They have like bulletproof ah. vests and guns and all this stuff. These aren't guys you want to mess with. Not, not the guys you want to mess with. Uh, but, you know, they were being cool about it. And he's like, hey, do you need a wheelchair? I'm like, no, I got it. It's fine. And then the security guard looks at me and goes, hey, man, can I get a picture with you? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. no. You were recognized? Oh, my God. No. And so I, <laughs> he's like, I've been listening to your radio show for years. You know, I'm just a really big fan. And I'm like, of course, this is a great time. For Tell you. me it's with Matt. <laughs> it is. So Matt's draped over my shoulder like a bag of coffee beans, just totally out of it. And I'm, I'm sure I'm a little wobbly, too. But I'm just like, Dang. I love that you said you had your brother draped over you like a bag of coffee beans. That's the only thing you can think of in the moment. That is hilarious. Well, so happy that you got to uh, Did, see yeah, a listener. Yeah, so Did I'm, he tag you in that photo yet. yet? I'm just hoping it doesn't happen. It hasn't mm. happened yet, but I mean... Please don't let that show up on social media. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, hey, I just wanted to let Baldry know that Gary Busey's brains were scrambled way before any motorcycle accident. Lay, lay off the motorcycle guys that don't wear helmets. Just let it go. That's the least of Gary Busey's problems. Have a great day. Message to me. correct, sir. Gary Busey, uh, did he win an Oscar for like portraying, like, was it Buddy Holly? I Back so. in the day, it was yeah. something like that, man. Gary Busey was considered one of the, to be one of the best actors in Hollywood prior to his motorcycle accident. Also, wear a helmet. I, d- I don't know why you're advocating for like n- not wearing proper gear whenever you are on a... A motorcycle. There's a lot of people that don't wear helmets. I mean, and it just blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, truly, I, I, unfortunately, somebody very close to me was in a motorcycle accident that I got a call while I was on air about, and that was the most scary thing of my entire life. Like, I mean, he, this person could have died. Like, I, I just don't get whenever people are like, just we'll take, lay off. Like, we'll let us wear whatever we want. I, I mean, you do you. But I don't like, care. Yeah, like whatever. On. Yeah, I don't care. Like if, if somebody doesn't want to wear a helmet, I think uh, personally I would wear a helmet because you know you got one noggin and that's it. But whatever, you know, it doesn't, doesn't weird affect me one way or the other. Invincibility thing that people have, that, uh, like the, what you don't think that it could never happen to you. Dude, I saw a dude rolling down the interstate the other day with no helmet on, and he had you know one of those bikes where it's got the spokes and like his feet are like up, yeah, so yeah. he basically looked like he was in a recliner. He's driving with one hand and he's smoking with the other, and I'm just like, brother, you are living. I'll tell you this. <laughs> so on our cruise, we rented bicycles, uh-huh. like little uh, beach cruisers. Did you get helmets? Speaking of motorcycles. And I was like, speaking of being a badass. And I was like, I should probably get a helmet. <laughs> were you wearing your Crocs while you were biking around with a helmet on? Damn right it was. You no! are such hey man, I got, a dork. You know what? I got big brains I got to protect, baby. Uh-huh, yeah. That's my oh, money maker. Uh-huh. That's my money maker. The <laughs> Yellow. No, not a banana helmet. Additional safety. People saw him coming. I mean, wear the helmet. Make sure it's cool. Don't, like, come out here, like, rocking your Crocs in a banana helmet. You look like Big Bird pedaling down the street. (laughs) I'll tell you, because it's been been a couple years since I'd ridden a bike. Did you forget? Yeah, I didn't forget, but it was just, I was just like, I was worn out at the end of it. Yeah, it's real taxing. How was your grundle? Better than expected. It's okay. like the first 10 minutes, and then it just went numb. Oh, good. And then I just accepted it's it. like pinched yeah. a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I've got an ex-boyfriend who's 58, and he's dating a 26-year-old child. I just wonder, what do you think about the age difference? Is that 
too much. And um, yeah, what do you think? And why is my ex-boyfriend still calling me? I don't know. I had him when he was young, wonderful. Now she's got him wrinkled, old, and fat. Good luck with that. And I think it's wonderful. Message deleted. Sounds a little Jealous. Well, jealous. Uh, look, who, who cares, right? They're, they're consenting two, adults, they're consenting adults. adults. And honestly, it all depends on your priorities. I mean, I would imagine that when I'm 58 years old, I'll have very little in common with a 26-year-old. But like, if I don't really care to have a conversation with them anyways, then I don't care it? to have a conversation with most people. That's true. You know, my yeah. age, younger than me, older than me. Mm-hmm. Though I do, I mean, I, actually, that's not true. I love talking to old people. You do. I do, yeah. too. I prefer it. Yeah. I really well, do prefer it. You know why it's so much better to talk to older people is because... They tell stories so much better, and they also have stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I never appreciated that. But, I mean, we've been in broadcasting, Mahoney, since we were kids. You know, yeah. you too, Audrey. And, like, when we first started out, we didn't have any good stories. None. Like, now, we've all got, like, our greatest hits. You know, like, we, we can sit down with anyone and rifle through, like, three or four stories, and people are captivated. Yeah, because stand-up. Yeah, we tried it. It's, like, tested material, man. I legit told a joke the other day to my boyfriend, and I was like, is that is that good enough to tell again? Should I put that <laughs> into the rotation? Should I put it in the rotation? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? He's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, okay, it. good. Yeah. I will say, my storytelling has gotten worse the longer I've been married. Because what? when I was single, oh. I had a... I had like An 10 audience. stories that I could rotate through that I would tell on a pretty regular basis because when you're dating multiple people, you get good at telling those yeah, stories. Yeah, sure. And I haven't told any of those 10 stories because my wife's heard them a hundred times That's in the, years. That, that is the one downside is... <laughs> Like, our significant others hear us tell the same damn stories over and over and over again, and I feel so bad for them momentarily. Don't ever say either, I hate this. Oh, yeah, you've already told me that. Shut you up will and let me tell it. And just act shocked. And laugh the same up. way you did the first time. <laughs> what's the grace period for that? Because, like, if I heard this story a week ago... I feel like saying I've heard this. If there's a new audience, though, if there's new people around and you're sharing that story with them for the first time, you need your ride or die to be right there being like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest story I've ever heard. It's my favorite one. Hey, guys. So in Audrey's defense, I got to say that when I watch Jarhead, I always want to get up and work out. So I I feel you, homie. Message deleted. Thank you. Thank you. Mahoney, you missed it uh, last week. But Audrey was watching that show Lioness on Paramount Plus. One of the scenes is this female who's a Marine recruit is out there like doing the test to see if she can make the Marines and she's doing pull-ups and push-ups and the whole bit. Did it inspire you, Audrey? To I in the, in the moment. I dropped down and gave him 15. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> that was all I could you, get. You did 15 push-ups? Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. But they were like half. He's like, I can't do all the way down to the ground. And all. Well, I didn't try. But I mean, I don't know if I could do 15 all the way down to the ground and up. Just want to try it right now? I'm going to do it after because I'm definitely wondering if I can or not. Um, I had a glass of wine last night, so if I can't, I'm blaming on that. One glass of wine? Yeah. I'm not built like I used to be. <laughs> we'll blame it on that. This chick thinks she, she can be in the Marines. I'm and she has one. She has one glass of wine. And she's- <laughs> Look at this. I'm wearing camo. To, to honor ah, our couldn't, troops. Couldn't even see I mean, it. <laughs> this is the Dave and a torso. Show. Well, 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 Mahoney. After all this guff that you've been giving me about my house and what a money pit it is and how everything's been going wrong for me, because I can see that look of smug satisfaction on your face about my misfortunes. There's no smug satisfaction. I just want you to be happy. I want your kids to have a roof over their head. I want your wife to be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, every time that I start telling a story about something else going wrong in my life, Mahoney's just got this little... 
smirk. I don't know if you ever noticed that, Audrey. But no, I haven't. A little, I think it's a, a Bill's palsy, man. Yeah, is that why, what it is? Why are, you, why, are you, why are you trying to come at one of the afflictions of my face, Dave? No, no. The, the, the Bell's palsy side of your face, no reaction whatsoever. Uh-huh. It's the other side. Very smirky. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you got hit with some karma. Well, my wife did. Because <laughs> she's living there. So, you know, the wife uh, and, and I are, are, are living apart while we're working right now. And our house... We've had for 11 years. Sure. We've been a great, you know, we built that house from, you know, from the bottom up. You were swinging the hammer yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did doing all the heavy lifting. Uh-huh. But, you know, we've been in that house, you know, 11 years. And, you know, she was going out of town this weekend. And right before my wife left, you know, you had the tropical storm Hillary and all that crap that was going on. So there's been a lot of rain there. Hillary uh, came and wrecked it up. Well, and, and the aftermath. So, I mean, more rain than like we had seen there in probably 10 years. And my wife goes into the bathroom and looks up at the ceiling and the paint has started to bow a little bit. It looks like there is a leak in the roof. There, there is just nothing worse than when there's something leaking through a floor of your house, you mm. know. And when I mean a floor, it's like the roof, you know, because something up above is leaking. That's just the, uh It looked like an episode, the photo that you showed, Mahoney, in the, uh, or your wife showed, it looked like an episode of uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like a boil coming out of it's the ceiling. Soil. What is it going did, on? man. Like, I just, the entire time I was like, you got to see want to pop it. Oh, and then it's it. and then so it's gross. rained even more <laughs> since then. Oh and no! So it's gotten a, a little bit bigger. And Do you just put a bucket underneath it. I What's the solution? You got to get somebody out there right away. Man. Your roof is leaking. There's That's a somebody coming, but I don't know what it's going to cost. <sighs> and all I know is that if it's involving a leak and your roof, it's probably going to be you know in the what. Thousands, tens of thousands of dollar range. I don't know, tens of thousands, but I would guess certainly thousands. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, can we just sell that house real quick? <laughs> so I don't know, man. I think like, the it's inspector just, might catch that. Not if you just like paint over it, man. Put a bandaid on it. Yeah. Don't they say you can use toothpaste for drywall? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just paint, paint over it. So paint over it. In the bathroom, can we just like put a little uh, hose up there and say it's like a a, a rainfall yeah. shower head? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Mary is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Now, Mary, these are all really big, popular songs, so you'd think that you would pretty easily be able to identify them. The challenge, though, is that they're covered by people and uploaded to the internet, and sometimes, let's just say, creative interpretations of some of these tunes. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess, but you're looking for the artist as well as the song title in order to get a full point. You do have a couple of lifelines if necessary. Good luck to you. Here we go with number one. It's all the same Only the names will change Every day It seems we're wasting away Another place Where the faces are so cold I drive all night Just to get back home I'm a cowboy. And we'll stop it right there. Uh, uh, only 64 views on that bad boy, believe it or not. It started to get really good It there, really Dave. was. He was definitely singing through his diaphragm for sure. <laughs> never, I've never heard a nasal or as much as him. Mary, do you know it? 
Uh, that's Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. Full point. Well done. Good job, Mary. Excellent. Uh, the next one here, much more popular, 7,800 views on this one. Fair amount of views. Good luck. Actually, pretty good. I uh, I see why that's got seventy eight hundred views. Yeah, yeah. seventy eight hundred views. Uh, not enough. Yeah, uh, Mary, do you need a lifeline on that one, or do you got it? I got it. It's Billy Idol, Rebel Yell. Mary, crushing the game today. Thank you, Mary, because we've had some tough. Tough contestants over the last couple of days, so <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> There's been a couple of rough it. ones in there. Um, okay, so let's let's ratchet it up a little bit on the difficulty level. This next one only has eighteen views. Here we go. Audience there? Yes, like, it you sounded t- like it was an what? audience. There's 18 <laughs> views on that. <laughs> and who went to see him? All right. Mary, do you know it? Uh, sure. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go. Iconic Got song. It. All right. The next one here, you haven't used any lifelines yet. You just need one more point so you can win it right here. This is a death metal cover, so it is going to be a little bit different than the original. It's got 388 views. Here we go. That's 30 seconds. Thank God. Did, did I hear you go, uh, was that you, Mary, or was that you, Audrey? <laughs> that was me. Oh, it was? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh, that was bad. Oh, oh I, goodness, with that one. I feel like it's the offspring. Yeah, but, no. Uh, yeah. It could be anything. No. Who knows what that was? Let's just, let's just pass on that one. That was, yeah, the, yeah. what was it, Dave? <laughs> that was, that was poisoned by Alice Cooper. No, it wasn't. It, yeah, it was know, not. I know. Don't do Alice dirty like <laughs> that, man. That is, All right, that ain't right. All right, the the, the last one here has got three thousand views. Here we go. Good luck. <laughs> The actual music itself is not that bad. It's just a terrible, terrible recording of them. Mm-hmm. But still got 3,000 <laughs> views on it. Mary, for the win, do you know it or do you need some help? Uh, Rolling Stones, start me up. There you go. Awesome job today. Dude, that was the greatest Windows 95 ever launched song. 
in the history of Windows 95. I remember that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you don't remember that? That's, no, that's I mean, the, now, like, I have, that's now that you the only say thing that, I associate that song with really? anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the it was Windows 95 startup. <laughs> Sorry, Rolling Stones, that that's like your legacy for Mahoney. Your Mahone. legacy is that you, when, you, when Mahoney <laughs> logged on to the internet, we know what you're doing back at 95, you creep. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you guys have a preferred app? Like, do you like uh, VRBO or Airbnb? Like, is there one that you like more than the other? I won't do. I mean, unless it's like I'm staying in a like uh, a hard to get place, like a outside of a national park. If I go to a city, I'm staying at a, a hotel. See, I'm I'm the opposite. Like, I I'll stay at Airbnbs and Verbos all the time. Really? And yeah, the reason why is because with the the family, like especially if we're traveling with other people. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if you if you both have hotel rooms, like at the end of the night, and especially with young kids, like they're going down pretty early, and then you're stuck in your hotel room basically. If you have a house, right, you go put them down in the room, and everyone can still hang out. So I we do a lot of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's been a couple of weird things that have happened along the way with with Airbnbs. I got a message from a guy after I stayed at one in Minneapolis and in, in Minnesota, and he's like, he's like, oh, I have to charge you because. Uh, something got spilled all over the bed. I'm like, nothing got spilled on the bed. Nobody was in there except for me. It's not nearly as sexy as it sounds. It was just me, and he, no one spilled a whole bunch of something all over the bed. I'm like, you know, I've heard about this sort of thing before where they'll, like, try to scam you, and sure. people just don't want to fight it. And I was like, no, I'll fight you on this. And and eventually he was like, oh, never mind. I guess I'll just take care of it myself. I'm like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you will. Just trying to shake you down. See, like, and that's, what, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I've kind of moved away from that because the the, the – laundry list of the actual laundry that you have to do in the dishes and then it ends up being the same price as a hotel with all the more hassle. I mean with all the kids I I definitely understand that but kind of similar thing when it comes to like the Uber and Lyft apps it's cheaper just to take a cab from the damn airport and you don't have to wait. Audrey I mean do you trust Airbnbs because there is certainly a level of like I've I've thought before like about there being like cameras and stuff like that around because we've heard some stories it just seems a little bit shady and that's coming from a guy that nobody wants to see naked so i mean i think though from i can play devil's advocate or here my most toxic trait i feel like it's important for airbnbs to have cameras because not everybody is who you think you like want them to be right like outdoor cameras, like right sure i yeah. mean you can't have them in the bedroom absolutely right. not yeah. but i mean there's certain areas of the home where i think that cameras are like suitable to have um, but I mean, even maybe even in the living room or in the kitchen, sure. Um, but not, never in the bedroom, obviously. Never See, in the I bathroom. Th- or I don't anything think like anything that. indoors. Anything is indoors feels inappropriate to me personally. Sure, yeah, sure. But I mean, I I get it because if it is your home and there are valuables there, and how do you prove if something is being broken? Um, I, mean, I don't know, dude. It's tough. It's really tough. I, I, I really don't know the, the proper answer for that. I have no clue. I, yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's kind of just like the inherent risk that you sign up for, right? I mean, it sucks, but I mean, you also are making money off of it, and that's... But not a lot. No, it's not, it's not enough, right? And what's wild is like the apps, they take so much of it and everything else. But uh, the reason why I bring up Airbnbs is because this, this guy uh, got banned from Airbnb. For what? Because I guess he had like a couple of... 2016 parking tickets that he didn't pay and ended up getting like convicted while he was not there because he was trying to fight him himself and ended up not going back to court or whatever it uh-huh. was. Uh, so he said that he pleaded guilty only because he was unable to attend that court hearing at the time. 
But because the company, I guess, does background checks on people, not just as people that are listing their Airbnb, but also for people that are renting, if you are a criminal, you'll get banned from the platform, which does make sense, but, what but kind not of if it's like for a traffic you? ticket. That's right? not a criminal. Right. That's not a criminal. You just have some parking tickets and you pled guilty. I mean, like, what would that even come up with as a criminal charge? I mean, That's I guess if they're just running your criminal record and then you something comes I'll up. I'll tell you this. I got a criminal record. They ain't never they ain't never denied me an Airbnb. Lying-ass bitches. You got a criminal record? Yeah. I thought you got all that squashed, man. I did. I did. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Mahoney, Mahoney's a criminal, but you don't know it. That's right. You get it that expunged. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I get that, you know, this is Dave and Mahoney show, but you got to give Audrey top billing on that because she's got the looks. Nobody comes there to see Dave and Mahoney. Everybody comes there to see Audrey. It should be the Audrey David Mahoney show. Message deleted. I like this woman. Uh, I do not. How how rude. How dare <laughs> you? There's, you there's guys... a contingent of, 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 of older women who find Dave and I to be very cute. And if you don't believe us, you should have been with Mahoney and I at the Adam Lambert concert in Houston, <laughs> Texas, where we were assaulted. I mean, you were just talking about getting me too like, We were walking down this stairwell. And there was this group of, of older women that were waiting to get in. because a line the, of probably about 150 older women. And as we were walking by, we were literally getting groped. And, I mean, I didn't hate it, you know, but it was inappropriate. Nice if you wanted, huh? It, 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 yes. <laughs> I'll take any affection I can get at this point. But it was, this was such a messed up concert because Adam Lambert, who's filled in for, like, Queen, you know, he's, like, yeah. a pretty, he, he's a great performer. Great performer. But he was hours late. And they kept telling up. us to go out on stage to tell everyone that he wasn't here yet. I'm like, why? Because you guys were good looking and yeah. they were just like, well, distract let's, the Let's ladies. get the eye candy back out there. We've <laughs> never in 20 years of doing radio and introducing bands and concerts and we've done bands like Slipknot and, you know, like Pantera. Real, like super aggro like, audiences, you know. Hardcore bands, Mudvayne, mm-hmm. Static X, you know, yeah. all of these, you know, like new metal bands. Their audiences never once were we booed or had things thrown at us. We got booed at an Adam Lambert concert. <laughs> it was, before we even said anything, we just had to walk back out there for the Dorks. fifth time. We're just like, and everyone's just like, boo, because it wasn't Adam Lambert. It was like a Wednesday night, and oh, it's you I'd know, be so mad. I would be booing too, but I'm like, would, could you stop sending us out yeah, there to get booed and just let me go back to the audience where I'm being sexually harassed, please? Yeah, can I back, <laughs> go back down to the Jack Daniels Lounge and yeah. have my my butt groped by 150 women while I walk down these steps? Mm. Also, I find this really funny that this lady called in and you guys have been working on this show together for 13 years, but uh, in the industry and knowing each other for 20. And this lady's just like, you know what? The pretty one. Put her name first. What? <laughs> like, I just showed up one day. Like, and they've been like literally grinding at this. And they're just like, no, forget it. And also didn't even say that I was funny. Like, no, yeah, just you're just hot. Yeah. That's the horrible. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you all treat yourselves so much that sometimes it like loses its luster. Yes. I feel like I do it so much that anything I do now just gives me no joy at all. Treat yourself days should be limited to once a month, not eight times a month. Who agrees? 
Message Eight. deleted. It's like 30. So we went on the cruise. <laughs> like, what day am I not treating myself? <laughs> we went on this Disney cruise, and they, at the end of every meal, like, you know, you have a big dinner at the end of the night, and you can order as, literally as many things as you want. Like as it's, many desserts as you want? As many entrees, as many appetizers. You can order multiple of the same thing. And my wife and I, one of the things we do every time is order every dessert. And this is the first time in 11 Disney cruises that I've been on that I tapped out of the desserts. Oh, you like, only got through how many? Uh, I mean, each night there was about seven desserts yeah. that my wife and I split. And yeah. by night four, I was just like, what, I can't. What are you doing? Why do you, Why would you, you get seven, seven desserts? You desserts brought to one table and one Each sitting? night? I want to try them all. And then it just got, like, this is the first time I got burnt out on it. So you only ate five desserts? No, I mean, I still ate them, but I just didn't. <laughs> didn't enjoy it as much? Yeah. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, there was a time back in the day where, uh, you know, dudes that were philandering a little bit were always blaming toilet seats for how they got the STD. Uh-huh. You know, the old excuse of, no, baby, nothing happened. Must- I just must have sat on a dirty toilet seat or something. Uh-huh. That was and before that's... the internet existed and we could Google things. <laughs> yeah. Before WebMD was a thing. Uh, but tell me if you think this is maybe one of those situations. Perhaps it's not, but there is this lady who lives in Ontario, and she said that she got a package from Amazon and she is upset because she's being charged for this package and it was nearly $500. But she's saying that um, it was a box of 1,020, very specific, condoms that arrived at her house. And she's like, well, I didn't order that. And my husband says that he didn't order that. So why are we getting 1,020 condoms Mm -hmm. delivered to our house? Now, it is possible because we've heard of these like brushing scams before, right? Where people... Like sellers on Amazon will send people packages, even that they didn't order, right. to try to increase their positive reviews and everything else. It just seems like a really big order. And also, I don't know if I believe her husband. I don't know if I mean. Here's the thing, man. Like, what do you? If you're already out here, you're 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 old. You're having an affair. You ain't using condoms. Um, no, I don't believe that guy. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like 15. You're, you're cheating on your wife. You're like, no. yeah. yeah. No, not happening. I believe him. You're like, I already got a vasectomy years ago. Like, whatever. Also, 1,020 condoms. Right? What no one's we... having that much sex. Ever. Like, how long Ever. would it actually take you to get through 1,020 I mean, condoms? I can tell you six, my answer and it is eight lifetimes. I don't even know if I've seen 20. What's a condom? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you, know, you know what's really funny is I was cleaning out my office the other day, and there was like an old uh, like bag with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, I found a, a, a protective unit in there, and uh-huh. I looked at it, and it expired in 2014. I'm like, where, where, where's the scene? That's an from? artifact. Yeah. <laughs> this belongs in a museum. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 